welcome. You are listening to Readers and Writers with your host, James Hill and Athena Paris of Rock Hill Publishing. I am Amy Ravishandran. Today, we're talking about prioritizing your efforts. This is a subject matter me and James both feel Athena is very good at. And so I know we both can't wait for it. So Athena, you know, how do you prioritize efforts? Because, you know, I am just a hot mess all over the place. I'm like a chicken with their head cut off. So how do you do it? You make it look so effortless. Well, I guess it helps if you have a little bit of uh, organizing mentality and you like things in specific ways and uh, um, you follow a, a pattern uh, as well. You, you create a rhythm and a system for yourself to do this, uh, so many hours of this, this time you do that and those kind of things. It sounds very structured and some people don't like that kind of uh, um, daily um, uh, happening. You know, for them, it's very difficult to um, follow a structure because they think, well, I'll do it when I do it. But if you have a little bit of a structure, you will find that uh, it's easier to handle all the things that you need to because you can actually make things fit into spaces that you didn't think that they could fit. So, and it takes some anxiety out of your day if you know what you're going to do when. Example, so before I used to just sit and read and edit uh, all day long, right? Now it's different. I have a granddaughter whom I babysit during the day. Now, if I take my laptop to go babysit, I'm actually doing two, job, two jobs half-hearted. Why? Because I'll try to be, I'll be thinking about editing while I'm looking after her. So therefore I might not be paying enough attention to her when she deserves that attention. So what do I do? I don't even take my laptop with me anymore. I just go there, I babysit my granddaughter, I play with her, she's got my entire attention. As soon as I come home, I'm not that grandma anymore. I'm now the editor. I come home, I do the few things that I need to. I climb on my computer, and I've got a couple of hours that I can edit properly because now I'm not thinking of what my granddaughter is doing and things like that. So therefore, that way, two different uh, jobs that I do during the day have got my complete attention, whereas I could be failing at both because I'm thinking at both at the same time and not doing them well enough. So basically it's do what you do best and you mm -hmm. don't have to do everything at once. So exactly. You, you take care of your granddaughter, which you do great, I'm sure. I mean, you talk to me, you tell me all the great things about the granddaughter. And I'm a grandfather, so I know how great that is to, to spend time with the grandchildren and to take care of them. And, you know, so when you're doing that, you're doing your best at being a grandma and at taking care of kids. And then when you come home, you're doing your best at being an editor. And, exactly. and like I said, you're not doing it. You're not trying to fit everything into the same bucket at the same time. No. 
Yes, which works exactly the same with writing because some writers think that they need to do everything. So, and like brand new writers sometimes are afraid to let their work go because they are too afraid of other people seeing and touching their own work. And so they're afraid of an editor, they're afraid of a, a book cover artist, they're afraid of a formatter, they're afraid of everybody because in their mind, somebody's going to steal a part of what they've created. Basically, no, because everybody's got so many ideas. We don't need yours. I mean, I've got so many of mine, my goodness. I need roles and roles to write them down. But a brand new writer doesn't think that way. They very conscious. Yeah, and it's not just that they think that you're going to steal their idea. They think you're going to change their idea. Especially editors and 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 book designers you know you're going to change your and after all it's their idea and it's perfect in their mind yes. what they have written is already perfect and how dare you come by and change what i had done oh you know i had this idea for a book cover and it's fantastic and then you know as a publisher you come in and you say well you know that doesn't work we're going to go do this and it's like you know a, an arrow through the heart you know, and because of the creativity that it is. But even at publishers, we realize, okay, we can't do everything ourselves either. And therefore we hire somebody else who is an expert and a pro at what they do. So instead of saying, I need to do book covers, I need to do this, I need to do that. I need to do all of these things at the publisher. I say, I need a person who can do book covers. I need somebody who understands and knows how to do. I've done a lot of book covers for, for the company and for myself, and I know how long it takes me. And it may take me days or weeks to put together a book cover. And I know the programs. I mean, I'm a programmer by heart and, and by trade. So I know how to work the programs, but it's still a lot to do. And it's still parts of the program that I don't understand because I'm not an artist. You know, so where people know how to do shading and they know what all these other terms mean in the program, you know, that's why I hire somebody because why put on the hat and then learn how to wear it, whereas it will be faster, easier, and better if you hire somebody who already knew what they were doing. Yeah, exactly. And that's how you prioritize your effort. You know what you like, you know what you want. You don't have to be the one to do it. Yeah, and you don't have to do everything at the same time. Because sometimes you have to break down things and do them over uh, time. Whereas you overwhelm yourself. It's not good to overwhelm yourself with everything at once. At this time, I must do this now. You don't have to do it that way. Think about the steps and when what must happen and how it must happen. And then you go down those things. So you create, um, you know, a a calendar for yourself to do certain things over certain uh, times. And that works much better. In, In government work, we always used to say everything at priority one and everything should have been done yesterday. 
Right. So when we're talking about, you know, having to do, you know, in working for the government and doing things for the government, always, you know, you got a dozen things to do. Well, what's the, what's pro, what's the priority here? And it's, it's all priority one, you know, yeah. everything we need done now and yeah. something we it's need a, done yesterday. So, but, but things don't work that way and, and they yeah, shouldn't. It's, it's the confusion between important and urgent. Right. Everything right. is important, but what's urgent now? So that's what you need to look at. And then you go down your, um, you should write it down. I mean, it's helpful if you write it down, you put it on point form and you say, first, I'm writing the story. Second, I'm going to read it a couple of times. So I'm going to do some self-editing. Once I've done that, I will find an editor to, or I'll find beta readers to, uh, uh, beta readers to go over it. After that, I will find an editor. After the editor, I will go over it and see if we agree in what's being done to it. Because there's different editors, of course, you know, uh, that, uh, that do different things. And it's very important that you have either one person who can do all three or you hire different people to do the different parts of, which can cost you more, but can help you create a better uh, work. And then you must know, when I reach a certain point, I must start thinking my cover. Am I happy with my title? Do I know someone who can do these covers? Or can I give my idea to a book designer, will they be able to bring my idea to light and does it work? What does my genre say is uh, successful as a cover? Because that's very important as well to look at is what works, what fonts work. Um, you know, not everything is for everything. Right. Certain things go with certain genres and colors, fonts, uh, design styles, and things like that. So you need to think about things like that. And then what's my marketing? Who am I approaching? Who are my readers? Do I have a fan base? Will I reach them? Um, what else do I do? What do I need to do that's different? Right. You know, all those things. I think that, uh, I think to, you know, it comes down to at the end, and I'd love your input on this, you know, time versus money, you know, the longer things take, the more money it's going to cost. So you should just outsource it to get what you want as soon as possible. That's not going to, you know, because if you pay someone, let's just say a cover designer, you do hourly, right? Which is, it's usually per cover, right? But for the sake, let's just say it's hourly. I mean, if it takes them, you know, a month or whatever to get it, I mean, that's going to be a lot of money, right? So it's just, Time versus exactly. money, I guess, is a, a better way of saying that. Exactly. exactly. And things are going to cost you because there's nothing for free. Right. So yes. things have to cost you. So you have to think, what are things worth to you? Yeah. I mean, and do you when just you look at want... things, it's not just what it costs you. It's what's it going to cost your publisher, too. If you want to get a book published, uh, you might want to write this great, uh, opus, you know, volume, voluminous book that, you know, a million words, you know, 10,000 pages. But then you got to think of 
what publisher is gonna publish this? You know, who has the money to put out and publish a book like that? Mm -hmm. And who has the money to buy that type of a book? You might have the greatest story ever told, but can you sell it? And if you can't sell it, then your publisher can't sell it. So it's that type of thing where it's, you know, the money involved is always part of this business. People think that, you know, writing and publishing is an art form and it's artwork and everything it is, but it's the only one that's really tied to money. People do not publish books. Some people write books just for the fact of having a book written and they don't really intend to sell it. They're going to give it to their friends and family. And that's fine. But for the most part, people are in this business to make money. And that means time, that means effort. And that means, like you say, doing things in the right order. You know, for me, sometimes I think of the book cover before I write the book. And that's only because I got that picture in my mind that drives the story because I know I have this picture. It's sort of like seeing a movie poster. You see this big movie poster and it tells you the whole story, right? The story is bam, right out there, or at least the feeling that you want to get from that story. And so I have, but that may not be the book cover that's going to go on that, on that book when I'm done. So, but it's, but it's gives me something to visualize, you know, it's gives me a visual that I can work from. And so you have to put your things in order, knowing that, okay, I have this vision here. Now I got to write it. Then I have to have it edited, you know, all that kind of stuff. I have to have all these steps done. And then I have to package it, you know, so packaging yeah. is book cover, formatting, all the kinds of how many pages do I want a big book or a smaller book, you know, where are people going to read the book at? You're going to read it on a train or something like that, then it needs to be small enough to fit in the pocketbook or a pocket. If it's something they're going to sit at home and read, then it's a you know a larger a larger hardcover, something like that. So all these things then come into play, and these are the things that you must think about and prioritize and put your effort in one, two, three, A, B, C down the road to get things yeah. you know get it done, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. So really, you just have to prioritize your whole structure. And if you if that it looks like an outline to you, then outline it out. I am just a hot mess. And I just do. I don't even know. I run around and just do what other people tell me to do, honestly, in terms of, you know, prioritizing efforts. But no, Athena, I know you do it so effortlessly. And I'm just like, man, I wish I was like Athena. I could just do it effortlessly. <laughs> That's why she's the backbone of the business. Yes, she because is. She actually, because she actually has a plan and know how to work one. She does. <laughs> you, Amy, we're just on the fly. I know, man. <laughs> Best things in life are winged. That's my motto and I'm going to stick to it. But we hope you guys have a fantastic evening. You've been listening to Readers and Writers. And we'll see you all next week.